Good morning, Teach Better family. Welcome to Teach Better Today, where we go live every single morning, every single one, on all of our social media platforms at 7 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Central. I'm Katie Miglin. I've got Joshua Stamper here with me, and they have yet to kick us out. They're still letting us host together, which is honestly fantastic. We are pretty excited to be starting your day with you. So while we take a quick commercial, if you could drop in the chat who you are, where you're from, all those good things. But then we're going to talk about super fans today. So be thinking about what does the super fan mean to you? And we'll be right back. Good morning, good morning. Welcome, Teach Better family, community, people, or just anyone who randomly stumbled upon our podcast. We're happy you are with us today on Teach Better Today. I'm Katie Miglin. Josh, how are you? Awesome. Super awesome. And I just was laughing because is someone absent or not understanding that we're live together so much lately? Maybe they haven't looked at the lineup. And they have not. I mean, it's us. Huh? I'm fine with it. Trust me, me. Because any morning with Katie Mingland is a good morning. So I'm yeah. excellent right now. I'm just waiting for someone to tell me that it's not allowed. Right. I'm like waiting to look at my calendar and someone go, um, no, thanks. That's not going to work. For <laughs> but nobody has. So here we are again. We are excited to continue on this week with you. We have had some great conversations in the past and we're going to continue today. But Josh, when I said, what do you want to talk about today? You immediately said, let's talk about super fans, yeah. which is like fun, but also like I didn't expect that as your response. So Josh, what are you a super fan of? Well, let me preface what that is because <laughs> okay, yes, the reason, the like reason it. that it came to mind is I just happened to look at a book that I had read. Uh, I've read it a couple of times and okay. it, it's by Pat Flynn. It's, it's called Supervance. And <laughs> literally. so literally, yeah. And he's talked to our educator group. Um, mm -hmm. For those who don't know, Jeff Gargas created uh, a community for educators who create content to come in and, you know, we meet uh, every Thursday. And so Pat Flynn, you know, this giant <laughs> podcaster, author, uh, he just makes a ton of YouTube content, mm -hmm. um, just amazing. And he came in and spoke with our group and it was such a, mm -hmm. a fun time, but Superfans is one of the many books that he has. And it just talks about like, you know, there's, there's certain things that, you know, if someone makes something that we just like rush out and we mm -hmm. have to have it, you know? So to answer your question, I, I love music, I love bands, uh, ever since growing up, in my teens in the, in the nineties, uh, smash pumpkins is like my band. And so like, if they drop any type of music, if there's a, you know, Blu-ray or something of, of a concert or, you know, you name it, uh, t-shirts, whatnot. It's like, uh, I'm a little addicted and I have to go and, and get that. And so, you know, I've taken my wife before to concert, uh, smash pumpkins concert. I, my daughter's first concert. Yeah. Smash pumpkins. Yeah. Yeah. So like, not to say I'm like obsessed, 
but at the same time, I will say that I would classify that as myself being a super fan of, of Billy Corgan and, and that band. So I'm curious though, Katie, because you don't strike me as a person that is a super fan of much. I'm not. I mean, I guess who would say that I have like, I'm a fan of something, but I don't, there's not a lot that I could say like the same, like the same level where I'm like, avid gonna go to that concert or if an author puts it i have to go buy that book like i don't know that's just not like my personality a ton i i i know that shocks you we're um, learning so much about katie miglin in these last couple episodes because <laughs> just yeah there's a lot to unfold there but when you said like is there some something or someone that like when they create something that i get real i get excited about and this is going to sound super nerdy and I've had to take a little bit of a hiatus from it because of being pregnant, but I have a Peloton instructor that I like love and I love like following her on social media. If anyone is a Peloton person, Jess Sims, she was an educator and then was a principal and then turned an instructor. And so it, like, there's so many like teacher moments she has in her workouts that I'm like, Oh, I can relate to you. Cause like, you know, she like talks the world of education so like if I had to pick something that I would like, I guess geek out of geek out over, like she's been doing college game days for those of you who have nothing and have no idea what I'm talking about, but she does college game days. And that's the only reason I care where college game day is at now because she does it. So I'm like, Matt, my husband, I'm like, Hey, the college game days at Notre Dame. And he's like, why do you care? I'm like, cause Jess Sims <laughs> is there. She's that much closer to my, like us. Yeah. So, that would be confusing. Right. As to why you'd be interested in that. Right. Because I couldn't tell you anything about the football game that will be happening, but I could tell you what she's going to be wearing and what she's doing <laughs> in the area. So. so there's there's not even like a podcast that you listen to religiously or an Instagram not, influencer like something, or. Nothing that like draws me. Like if I am listening to a podcast and I need something, I will lean on the same like couple, like crime junkie or something. But Nothing that it's like, oh, a new episode's out. I have to watch it. Like, I don't have that. Okay, let's, you you <laughs> open something here. I just need to not let it slide. But you do enjoy crime and yeah, mystery true. and murder. And yeah, that's true. I do. But I don't, I think it's this level of, um, like, the need to, I have to let go of the need to go to consume something. So whether it's a podcast, TV show, because I get stressed if I don't do it. So I have to let go of the like, oh, this book just came out. I have to go buy it because then I get stressed if I don't have the time to go get it. So like, do I have a lot of, do I get a lot of joy out of watching the documentaries and watch it, listening to these crime podcasts? Yes. But I've had to like detach the need. That makes sense. Am I making sense? Please help me in the comments, people. Am I a wackadoodle? Yes, but I just want to make sure that that was out in the open so everyone understands. Yes. Sorry, everyone. This is just who I am, except me. <laughs> okay, but I also am interested, like, what if you're in the comments, put in, yes. do you feel like you are a super fan of something? If so, what is it? What is it? And if you feel like you maybe aren't a huge super fan, why is that? Why do you think that is? Like, do you have no. things that you enjoy? Like, obviously, we all have passions and, like, things that make us happy. But like I'm a super fan of like Chris Nolan. I have all of his movies. Like, I've, if, I if he came out with a new one, would you go get it? Yes, I would definitely for sure. So like, or 
you know, we had talked about books. I mean, there's probably a lot of things that you can be super fan of. Right. That I'm not even thinking of. So I'm, I'm very curious in the comment section of what folks yeah. are going to reply in. Hmm. Yeah. Makes me think. I, I might have to review more of my super fan hunt. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you could be a super fan of a lot of things. Marvel movies. My kids too. Like, I, like me and my kids always go. Things. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. It's not. It's just fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's, let's keep thinking about this, but how can we take it to the classroom? That's my question too. So I'll be, we'll be right back. to Teach Better Today, where we are live every single morning, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern. We have the pleasure of starting your day talking shop, giving hopefully some nuggets of knowledge or something. But if nothing else, we have a really good time. So thanks for joining us. We're happy to start your day. Hey, Josh. Hi. How are you doing, Katie? I'm good. So we've been talking this morning about super fans and yeah. how Josh is a big super fan of a lot of things. And oh, I have a long list. Yes. Josh is like, he can't narrow down his super fanning. Is that a word? I just made that up. And I might struggle a little bit to come up with a couple things that I'm a super fan of. One. So you struggled with one. <laughs> I kind of came up with one. Okay. So, but we asked in the comments to put in, if you're just joining us, put in the comments what you're a super fan of, or if you are not, maybe you're more like me and not necessarily like have something you're a big fan of, but things that bring you joy. Why is it, why are you not a, like a super fan? And maybe why is it just something that brings you joy? Like, let's talk through that. But Josh, it got me kind of thinking, you know, cause we are an educational podcast and show I wonder how many students, if we like put this as a question, like, what are you a super fan of? How many students would be able to come up with something using the same definition that you did? Because like when you first asked me, I obviously still don't have an answer, but like I was thinking, like, oh, I have things that excite, like make me excited and I'm passionate about, but not necessarily like I'm going to drop everything to go do. Like, I wonder how many of our students would have that if they could control it. So like they could go out and get the movie or the book or whatever. It would be an interesting question, but then it also makes me think, how do we develop super fans of learning? Yeah, I know that's, that's the, that's, I think that's the goal, right? Is just, just learning in general as a blanket statement, because I think, you know, you always see those, those pictures of the kindergartners going on the first day of school and they're so excited. And then you see them a little bit later in life and, they don't have that same excitement that they yeah. did. And so it's like, what, what was lost and why is there not that same joy and excitement that they had before? And yeah. so as a teacher, like for myself, 
you know, I was an elective teacher. So like kids signed up for my course, but I understood like sometimes they just took it because it was the only thing that wasn't as bad as the other options, you know, like, or they, or they thought, yeah, it fit, or they thought it was an easy class or, you know, fill in the blank. And so my goal was never to be like, you all are going to be professional artists when you grow up. Right. That wasn't the goal. And I was very transparent with my students about that. And I let them know, like, there's a variety of reasons why you're sitting here today. But my goal was at least you can appreciate just the amount of work. You can appreciate just the expression of ours. And yeah. if that's just the only thing you get out of this class, I feel like that's success, right? Because a lot of them too had these preconceived ideas about who they are as an artist. I can only draw stick figures. I heard that a thousand right. times, right? Um, and that goes in with a lot of courses. Like, you know, maybe someone comes in and thinks like, I'm not a very good reader, right. you know, and I don't enjoy that as a task. And so, you know, maybe as an English teacher, it's, you know, maybe trying to create super fans of just the love of reading and finding something that connects with a student. And then once they find that joy in with that author and how the writing style and the way that they tell stories, you know, maybe that can unlock something so that they're, you know, falling in love with just the enjoyment of escaping like into it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that there's a lot of things like history too. Um, there's just some phenomenal teachers that I've had an opportunity to work with where they just, you know, it's about storytelling and, you know, they, they say it in a way that drives intrigue. So the kids are looking to explore more about what happened. Like, why did that person get killed or yeah. why did that war start or, you know, what was the espionage that was occurring uh, behind the scenes? So I, I think there's ways that teachers have this, this gift of bringing to light, you know, something special for the kids to want to like dive in more. So um, mm -hmm. maybe it's a certain topic or a certain activity, but yeah, I think that's, that's the idea, right? You want kids running in and like super excited and wanting to, to dive into something more than they did the day before. So I don't know, Kitty, like, what are your thoughts about superfans? And like, was that something that just naturally happened? Well, I think you're, I think what you said was spot on. I mean, I taught math, like, hello, that's like a very obvious content area that a lot of kids had not, were not super fans of, but I had the same mentality of like, my job isn't for you to like be a super fan. My job is for you to be just successful and like functional in the world. But there is some level I feel like that is being lost in our schools of that excitement for learning. And I think sometimes and for for no one's particular fault other than it's just kids are just being kind of spoon fed what they should learn versus that, you know, that true, like authentic. I have a question. I want to find the answer I want to explore. And I I see teachers that, you know, we work with teachers all over the country and we know that there are teachers who really try to hold on to those little moments of those, that, that passion of a student comes in and, you know, something happened at home or something happened on the sidewalk on their way in and they have questions and they want to ask. And this, you know, the teachers are really trying to foster that creativity, but it always, it, it's sad because you see it so often. It's always kind of like, clouded with this idea of like, but I have to, I have to go back to the curriculum. I have to go back to my content. I have to go back to whatever script is being given to me. And it's really hard to navigate that and balance it. And 
uh, one of my, my first year teaching, actually, I got hired to teach writing um, and they they had added this curriculum or they added the position to all secondary, but they didn't have a curriculum purchase. So they kind of gave us some hot topics, you know, like here's some things you got to cover narrative, persuasive, whatever. But they're like, let us, you know, try it out. Let us know what you do. And it was my favorite because I didn't have a script and I like literally could just do whatever, which sounds bad. And I know that there's a lot of educators who would hate that, but I let the kids really navigate. I mean, we were like looking at song lyrics for poetry and the kids were like, their persuasive writing was literally like one kid like tried to convince me on what printer to buy. And it was just so fun to let them navigate how we were going to learn about writing. Cause obviously we stuck to that as the underlining theme, but there is so, so much that is lost now in schools. And, you know, and I see it with my five-year-old, like she is very different than our eight-year-old. Our eight-year-old loves to learn art. Like anytime she gets a worksheet, it's like, she's excited to do it. She's excited to like talk about it. If she makes a mistake, you know, she loves having a conversation. Like she loves to teach other people. And our five-year-old is not that way. And it's like, I don't, it's hard to create a super fan of learning. Like, I'm like, well, still, you you know, like, let's talk about your new words this week that you have to, you know, your sight words. And she just, nope, she doesn't care. And so it's like, how do we, how do we balance that? How do we balance the, the structure that is given to us as educators, but then still providing a platform for our students so that they can be creative and, you know, learn and ask questions and still like have fun with it. And I think you're right. I think it's a very hard thing to navigate, but also where can we find those little moments and let the kids kind of take the reins? Or maybe what are some things that we can let go of? Like you said, just the art, I like the passion for the act of art, not necessarily that you have to be good at it, but that you can appreciate someone else to do, I think is so, so important. So if someone was listening today and they're like, yeah, that's me. Like I'm struggling to bring some of that passion into my classroom, that excitement, like what would be like your one tip for them to like something that simple they could start right now? Yeah. I want to know in the comment section too, like, what are you doing to, you know, spark that passion and, you know, maybe, maybe it is creating a super fan. I mean, I feel like it's more natural for kids to have like super fan over a teacher, like a specific teacher. Um, because like, I can think of so many of, you know, they have sensory areas and they have, you know, lizards and all kinds of creatures in their, in their room. And, you know, there's, uh, certain teachers that like do songs and dance and things like that in their classroom. And I I feel like maybe the environment, the structure that's, uh, and maybe the relationship building, I think kids like become super fans to run into that room for them specifically, not the content. So um, I could easily see, you know, that occurring, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm wondering about the content, like the, the subject matter, the, like, you know, the teaching that's going on. Um, you know, how do you create those folks that just want more, <laughs> want to experience it, want to dive into it, want to get more knowledge, expand on the lesson. Uh, Cause I think that's sometimes the, the more difficult thing. Yep. So if you are, if you have some great ideas, things that have worked for you, we'd love to hear them in the comments. If you're listening on our podcast, we'd love for you to DM us and send us some ideas so we can share them out. But if nothing else, if you are a teacher who has struggled to figure out that balance, I'm going to challenge you this week to to just embrace any little moment where a student asks a question that isn't in the lesson plan and just 
see if you can spend two minutes researching it, let the kids research it or explore it. I know as a parent, I sometimes struggle, you know, we find a caterpillar on the sidewalk <laughs> and it's like, come on, we got to keep walking, you know, but take those like two minutes to just embrace the moment for what it is and see if you can slowly embed two minutes throughout the course of the week and see kind of if you can excite some of your maybe neglectful learners or students who are maybe not as excited or like me, not as super fan. And please let us know. We'll continue to, to kind of talk about this and think about it and any um, any comments we'd love to hear and so we can share out. But Josh, I am, I'm going to really think hard about what I can become a super fan of. Maybe I'm going to become a super fan of Joshua double underscore stamper. I'm already a super fan of Kenny Miglin, so I, I can add that to my long list. <laughs> they might kick us out now. That might have been. <laughs> so, yes. We're done. We're done. That's it. Well, it was nice knowing you guys. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us and starting your day with us. We hope you have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you next time. Hey, Teach Better community. Thank you so much for joining the Teach Better Today morning show every single weekday at 7 a.m. Eastern. We have so many resources for you outside of this live stream at teachbetter.com, including blogs, podcasts, and professional development that will bring our team to your school. Wherever you are listening from this morning, please make sure you are sharing and celebrating the incredible educators in this world. And hey, if you are listening over on a podcast to Teach Better Talk, we would love a five-star review. <laughs> the comments are always so entertaining. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.